Greetings and welcome to St. Dominic's Weekly. This is Father Michael. Quarantine Chronicles continue. This week talking about the gift of time that the Lord gives us, especially after we come a little bit more elbow room after shelter in place and things begin to open up. Uh, the question becomes, how ought we to establish new routines, new ways of being? Reflecting on St. Alphonsus Liguri, who says that we can lose our soul in two ways. Firstly, either through serious sin, those seven deadly sins, or in another way, which Father Isaiah and I talk about today. So, whether you're on the go or taking it slow, many, many blessings as you enjoy today's show. Greetings and welcome back to St. Dominic's Weekly, the Quarantine Chronicles. Father Isaiah over here. Father Michael over there. Here we are. Quarantine continues, although in many places there is a sense in which there's a little bit more kind of coming out uh, in terms of being from shelter in place Mm -hmm. and having a little more stretching of the of the legs kind of like kind of more elbow room exactly a little more elbow room than than we had before i know there's different parks up the street are a a little more open and i i hear that you can go to the beach these days and 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 if even if you're uh you know socially distanced and and things like that so so I thought it would be a good time to kind of uh, revisit that kind of twofold thing. First of all, I was reading the C.S. Lewis because we're, yeah. we're hoping to have a big pot on that where we kind of break that down. Right. Uh, but I was occasioned by the fact that one of the very in the very first uh, letters that the one of the temptations that is mentioned is the temptation of distraction. In mm-hmm. other words, uh, the 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 mentor demon or the older demon is yeah. mm-hmm. is, is mentoring uh, the young devil in how to lead the subject into sin. And he says to start with simply dis- distracting them, getting yeah. them to kind of focus in on things that aren't really what they should be doing, but something that's comfortable or easy or gives yeah. pleasure mm-hmm. or kind of an easy win. And so they haven't really sinned yet, but, the, but it's got them down kind of, they're missing the mark in terms right. of what they ought to be doing. Yeah. So I was giving that thought and then connecting that with uh, kind of what we did, I think a couple of months ago when we did mm-hmm. like our car talk fix it episodes right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hearing these days uh, of folks talking about uh, the, the, things have gone from like either the boredom of quarantine yeah. or, or shelter in place to a sense in which just looking for ways to distract ourselves right. when it comes to just kind of breaking out and, and establishing new normals for mm-hmm. life. And so what got me thinking is that twofold idea of the temptation of distraction mm-hmm. along with the real giftedness yeah. that time is. We, 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 we talk about wasting time or killing, just killing time, just wasting yeah. time. We use those phrases, and and that's actually, if we think about it, uh, that's loss because because there's one thing that even the most wealthy, powerful, well-positioned person cannot acquire more of by means of power, wealth, or anything else is simply more time. Yeah. We have, we've got the time we've been given and it's, it's, it's a gift. And so how do we use our, our time? Well, how do we fight against distraction or even boredom can be a kind of distraction? Um, I thought it might be good for our, for a kind of, kind of crossover C.S. Lewis (laughs) fix it car talk episode. Okay. You on board? Let's go. Let's do it. That's fired up. So, so it's, I think it starts with that. Well, at least I want to start with talking about what distraction is. And yeah. we can talk about distraction in many ways, but the way for the purpose of, of this morning is simply to give it uh, the definition of anything which keeps us from 
or diverts us from what we ought to be doing in the right. moment. Yeah. Right now, it's not fair enough. Not always clear what we should be doing in the moment. Right, we got a long list of to dos for today, or at least we have plans. You know, as religious, we have the different prayers and then the disciplines we have. Right. These are things we need to do. When we do that, we, we find that rhythm, we find that routine. But anything in, in it, not just looking at just a moment by moment, but just overarching every day, I know I've got to say my rosary, right? Yeah. And yeah. if I'm distracted from that, if I don't do what I know I ought to do, what's good for me spiritually, what's good for those to whom I minister spiritually, mm-hmm. that means distraction won that day, right? Yeah. So I'm right. not talking about, I mean, because there, there's all kinds of, it might take, say, interruptions or right. yeah. things. We're not talking about that. Yeah, yeah. things go, go wrong. Or something. And, and sometimes the interruptions are exactly what the Lord wants us to mm-hmm. do, right? Yeah, so definitely. you get an emergency call or you have to attend to something that wasn't on your to-do list. That's not what I'm talking about in terms yeah. of distraction. Distraction is something, any activity we engage in that keeps us from what we all ought to do or what we know we ought to do. So we actually have the time to do it, mm-hmm. but we decide to do something else. Exactly. Yeah. Or we don't think we have the time to do it uh, and so we say, oh, I don't have time for that. And yet, if you would actually do a video recording of you your actually day, time. you think, yeah. how much time did I spend, you know, just looking at social media or on the screen or just doing things that just in, in the course of things weren't really healthy. Yeah. I'm not talking about getting exercise. That's good stuff. But but things that are just, we know, let's let's face it, we, we, we tend to know things that are, are uh, just, we're avoidance, right? right. right. <laughs> avoiding things like that. You, you can always tell when I'm avoiding when my office gets cleaner. <laughs> I'm not going to give an evaluation. No, don't give an evaluation. Yeah. Like right now. <laughs> it, gets, it tends to be like, oh man, I know I've got to do some stuff. You know, maybe I'll just I'll, I'll you clean know what? up that a little bookshelf. bit. Bookshelf. I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's that. That's distraction, and defining distraction as that which we diverts us from what we ought to do. Yeah. Alphonsus Liguori, who I first discovered, a uh, doctor of the church, uh, powerful saying the discovered his writings in terms of his beautiful Mariologies, yeah. one of the first Mariologists, mm-hmm. that is to see the insights into how uh, the mother of God was so connected to her son and to see devotion to Mary as not simply taking away from our mm-hmm. Lord, but just as, as he puts it, uh, to see how uh, what son wouldn't want others to think highly of their mother, right? right? If I think your mom is great, you're not thinking like, well, you're taking away from me. You're like, oh, I I, I like you even more because you like my mom. You know what I mean? It it (laughs) brings you closer, right? So he has that kind of insight and builds a kind of um, theology, if you will, or a reflection around Mary. Uh, But he has this wonderful quote about distraction. Uh, he, He talks about the things that are devastating for our soul. And he says that there are basically two ways we can lose our soul, two ways that can be impediments to us getting to heaven. And the first is kind of obvious, and that is serious sin, right? So any of the deadly sins, pride, avarice, greed, lust, gluttony, Acadia or or sloth, Mm -hmm. jealousy, so forth. So you've got those deadly sins, which which we engage in, break our relationship with God. So, so kind of obvious, kind of like the definition of sin, if you will, separation from God, the I becomes all consuming Mm -hmm. selfishness, right? So that's kind of the obvious way. But he says there's another way which is less obvious and which we don't often think about. And he says it's voluntary distraction. Voluntary distraction. Yeah. We can Mm -hmm. lose our soul either through serious sin, the deadly sins or voluntary distraction. 
And I have to say, the first time I read that, I was like, wow, you know, I, okay, distraction is maybe not the best thing, but we all need a little distraction from, from here and now. But I think it goes back to that, that idea of a wasting time or killing time is, is really a little more serious than, than, than we think. And I think it has to do with the fact that when we allow ourselves on a habitual way to not do what we ought to do, that's when the I or the selfishness becomes right. all consuming. We can do things which are not bad, but just are all about us. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's always my project, my thing. So we can be doing actually very good things. Right. But if they are just about more about me and what I want to do, mm-hmm. rather what God wants to do yeah. through me. And so you think, well, what the definition of a saint is someone who always is seeking the will of God, saying, Lord, yeah. how can I <laughs> make your presence and power and blessing more present to the world? How can your love be, in a sense, communicated through me, not... Oh, here's the people I love. How do I how do I go about loving them? Mm-hmm. It's that that has a kind of self interest which can destroy, and it's not something I. It's it's almost like sins of omission. Almost it's not the same thing, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's the less off considered way to perdition, <laughs> voluntary right. distraction. And this yeah. is what C.S. So I say Alphonsus Liguori kind of. I I was like I don't really see that, but C.S. Lewis had a different way of putting it. So there it sounds so dire. It's kind of like, you know, Hans is saying, you know, you can lose your soul by the deadly sins or voluntary distraction. You're like, are those two really equal? Well, not exactly equal, but one is the pathway to the other. And this is what Lewis really made me think about again, is that distractions are not as objectively, uh, they're, they're not necessarily sinful in and of themselves, but they're the gateway. Right to sin. Yeah. Right. And so that's how you can lose your soul through voluntary distraction as, is basically going through that wide gate. Right. And that then ultimately leads in separation yeah. and selfishness. And again, that it's these distractions, whether it be, Oh, I'm hungry now or whatever has, mm-hmm. I see as Lewis would put in, in the screw tape letters. Um, these are these distractions that we intentionally don't think about God. We intentionally don't think about our, vocations and our life of prayer and, and cultivating that friendship with Jesus by voluntarily distracting ourselves to do, as you said, things that will gratify me. Yeah, exactly. Kind of instant gratification kinds of things. And yeah. and I think like, for instance, so, so I was thinking about how an analogy towards voluntary distraction, it's kind of like oftentimes like drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is good. As Catholics, we, we it's yeah. part of our sacramental life. It's good. It's, it brings, as they say, the joy to the spirit. Right. Wine, in a particular way, both in Scripture and for Dominicans, is used as a symbol of the joy of the gospel. Right. Mm-hmm. right? So goodness in every way. But like any good thing, it can be abused, right? right? right. And so abusing alcohol certainly... Uh, has um, long-term effects, and it's interesting. I, you'll read a newspaper report of, of, uh, of you know, someone behaving badly, especially colleges or adolescents. And the first question I always think is, was there alcohol involved? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because yeah. what does an excess of alcohol do, or at least voluntary um, excess or, or in moderation when it comes to alcohol? is the doorway to acting in ways that we don't normally behave right. and usually towards the worst, right? Yeah. <laughs> towards that lowers the inhibitions to the extent that we do things that are not governed by right reason. We're right. Kind of literally out of our mind right? Yeah. in that way. And I think voluntary distraction has a, a similar kind of thing. Being distracted, once again, is not an evil in itself, but when we, when we begin to let our day, or at least we aren't uh, conscious 
of struggling to be able to ask that question, what is God calling for me now or mm-hmm. just today or what, he, what, what is the Lord looking for me? If we don't ask that question each and every day about examining our own life and are just kind of like pulled to and fro by whatever distraction that's yeah, in front of us. Yeah, by our own whims. Yeah. Exactly. It's, we begin to then not be able to see clearly where God wants us to be, right? right? The, the, if we're not trained and habituated to it, then when people say, oh, I, I can't see clearly what God wants from me, that could be the Lord wants you to, to in Fine. a sense, you're not struggling enough against distraction. He wants you to actually to exercise that, 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 that the muscle of, of, of both temperance mm-hmm. to say no to things, but then prudence that is discerning what does God have for you in that way. Yeah. So yeah, so that the idea then that, that voluntary distraction is a kind of gateway <laughs> to yeah. selfishness that ultimately leads in one of the, the deadly sins, but it's, it's not to be taken, taken lightly. And so just two practical sorts of remedies for when the devil attacks us. The first thing to say, I think, on, on that is that if we don't feel like we're struggling with distraction, it could be a sign that our whole life is, is, we're is just distracted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In, other, in other words, if we're not even aware of the struggle. It may mean that we're kind of failing on this, <laughs> right? right? In other words, it's, it's, a, it's a very rare person who doesn't struggle with any distraction and is, is so easy and kind of like glides through. It's probably not because you're firing all cylinders of the habit of being able to discern God's will. It's probably because you easily take the path of least resistance, right? right? Now, yeah. there are those certainly who have come to a level of, of relationship with God and sanctity that just are never distracted or never distracted in the sense of ever kind of so laser focused, right? Have that purity mm-hmm. of heart to, to will the one thing, to know God's will and to try to stay in that. Anyway, so it doesn't feel like struggle anymore, but I think for most of us, yeah. <laughs> I know for myself, us for sure, exactly. Yeah. Those are, just, you feel that struggle when you become aware of it. And so first thing is though is everyone struggles with it and to be aware of it, to yeah. know I, we live in an age of distraction, yeah. right? And so we're going to, we're, we're knee deep in, in that kind of struggle. Okay. So now you say, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. First of all, we're aware of it. Yeah. Now becoming aware of it, what are some practical steps or guides to that? Now, I don't know if you have any, anything that in your own life, you, you, I'm just found. focusing right back into the conversation. <laughs> so what are we talking about? <laughs> Very good. You got to be present to the moment. Exactly. That's the first, the first thing we're aware of it and we've we got to be laser focused. I just think here, here you got to be practical. I got like right. anything, any spiritual advice you got to be practical. And so you got to ask yourself, you got to be checking in daily with this. This got to be right. a daily kind of estimation or evaluation. Oh yeah, definitely. That's so, the habit. It's a habit of yeah. focusing in. So I often say, so just, there's no, there, there's no magic here, but a morning prayer, a morning offering yeah. at the beginning of the day, an examination of conscience at the end of the day, those go a long way towards being able to evaluate, okay, how did I do today? Yeah. And this doesn't go for just distraction, but anything, but, but in a particular way and in an age of distraction, it can, it can be helpful at the beginning of the day to say, so this is what I often do. Yeah. I have, you know, my calendar of events that are yeah. happening that day and I often pray them. Yeah, I, I do too. Say, yeah. Lord, bless this moment that I have on my calendar. Thank you for this moment that, that hopefully will come out according to your will and, and so forth. And so you have this please and thank yous at mm-hmm. the beginning of the day. And that tends to, kind of help give direction yeah. for that day expectant that God's going to be there 
asking for that help beyond my own strength, but then also keeping me focused. So then if I begin to veer off of that, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. then I, I feel that I feel that veering yeah. in a way that I can either, I can either give into it to come to it and just say, I ah, forget, it. I'm just going to give into <laughs> it. Right. <laughs> that happens uh, more often than I'd like I to admit, but at least I know I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm not totally ignorant of the fact that I'm, I'm that I'm voluntary choosing distraction over right. what the Lord has called me to, because for whatever reason, because it's either it's difficult or it's challenging, or I just don't feel like it or right. whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, that's actually kind of part of my morning routine as well. Mm. Um, after my rosary and all that such, I opened up my calendar, Yeah, you know, just review like what the day looks like in front of me and just ask the Lord to bless these meetings or appointments or whatever they are. Yeah. And just, Absolutely. and so I can actually and pray for the people I'm going to see and all that such. That's right. So, so I can be a little more focused when those times arrive. And yeah, I know for sure. And then at the end of the day, to do a little review. Exactly. Yeah. How do we, we do? Yeah. yeah. How do I do? And in the same way that that it's fairly easy, as I said, this point in my my life to point out where I've either been wrong, either getting upset or impatient or something I've done, which is like I didn't feel good about that, right? And I, I kind of yeah. know you have that instinct. It's a little less obvious when. There are things that I could have done that I didn't do. Yeah. So I'm often checking in with that and saying, okay, what did I fail to do? And it's like, oh, yeah, I probably could have done that or I could have done mm. that better or I just totally couldn't face that today, I, I, which I should have. Yeah. Uh, but then also distraction fits into that. I'm like, was I distracted by that? Or I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe it's, you know, I, I, it's just like, oh, I, I know I should do this, but I should do that and yeah. kind of do it anyway. Um, was so, I truly present with that person or whatever it was? That's, and that's another way, as, as you yeah. say, presence. It's kind of like you can, there's ways in which you can kind of go through the motions, right? It yeah. takes energy to be focused, yeah. and especially when there's difficulty. I, even doing them, I have to say, there's a, a bit of, as, as meet lots of folks these days uh, virtually, mm-hmm. that it takes more. I don't know, I don't know about you, but it, it takes me, I feel like, oh, like twice as much energy to be present to someone when they're virtually present. Yeah. Have you yeah. found that to be yeah. true? Same here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's a Zoom fatigue. Yeah, it's for real. <laughs> it is. It, yeah. I know. I, I have to say, I, I, I've done yeah. much Zoom or FaceTime uh, before this uh, pandemic, but oh my goodness, it's not. I mean, to be really present because there's so many literal distractions yeah. <laughs> around you. You're yeah. you're looking through a screen at someone, but then there's all sorts of other things going on, mm-hmm. and you're not fit. The, the the lack of physicality there. It doesn't doesn't I don't know it might it might even be psychological or even chemical that yeah. your brain is saying okay this person is present but there's all sorts of other things going on around too and it's yeah. hard to really really have to focus on the virtual presence of someone and then the yeah. vice versa for you in a way which it can be ex- <laughs> a little bit exhausting yeah. you're just mm-hmm. like okay I'm done with I'm done with zoom you know I need to, yeah. to get out and get going and it's so easy to do it can we can just fall into it uh in a way that we're not even quite aware of. So even, yeah. even I would say I, I, I tend to these days, um, you know, if I, if I know I have appointments and they're going to be zoom appointments or, 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 or uh, kind of like virtual appointments yeah. that I try to limit those to yeah. just no more than like a handful a day. Cause sure. even I mean, at the, fr- at the beginning, it was just like, I like, you know, time. I had yeah. like, like, well, I think one day I had like almost, a dozen just back to back to back to back to back and at the wow. end of that and some of them were needful connecting with diocese and my different yeah, provincial yeah. council mm-hmm. and and dean and stuff and then and then just with people but but at the end of the day i thought i am so tired and i, I didn't do it i literally just 
You were literally sat. just on your chair, <laughs> yeah, staring was, at a computer. It was in it. my office, staring at a computer, and I, I felt like, at least, um, like psychologically, that I had just, you know, you know, hiked twelve miles. Yeah, which I mean, I like to hike, so I just like I, 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 I felt as drained just psychologically mm-hmm. that way. So it takes it takes real strength and presence to do that. And so we ask ourselves when it comes to distraction um, to be exercise that muscle right. of being able, as you say, to be present. And this goes back to maybe just the general thing of prayer. I know you, you talk about how prayer is practicing that presence of God mm-hmm. in your own life. Yeah. I mean, my favorite definition, I think it came from, I know, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Thomas Burton got it from someone else. Yeah. But prayer is wasting time with God, right? Mm, so, yeah. So allowing God to be present with you, especially in those Especially in those best moments of your day. Yeah. Now, me being a morning person, that's when I'm most energetic and yeah. energized and all that such. So allow God to take that and that's be with me. Yeah. So to give God the fullest energy of your natural circadian rhythm yeah. <laughs> yeah. as an offering to God. So if yeah. you're a morning person, to spend time in the morning. Yeah. If you're a night owl, spend some time in the yeah. evening. If you're a midday guy, just midday is just good. It's just, <laughs> then just go for it. <laughs> give, give him some midday. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, as you say, waste time with our Lord, which is never wasted time, but that sense of not feeling like you have to accomplish something to be present. Because as you say, when you do that, you're able to be present in every other aspect yeah. mm-hmm. of, of your day, right? If you can be present with the God we cannot see, we have a better shot at, at being present to who God calls us to be and those around us right. who we can exactly. see, mm-hmm. right? And so you've got that wonderful, wonderful connection. Once again, God and neighbor in, right. in, the, great, mm-hmm. in the great commandment. So today, uh, hopefully, uh, this is giving you food for thought where we are going to get to a longer uh, form C.S. Uh, Lewis screw tape letters uh, kind of breakdown and deep dive. I know some folks have expressed uh, interest for that, and I'm, I'm enjoying getting back yeah. into it. But I, I thought it was almost like a little prelude, a, a little appetizer. Yeah, A little exactly. Scooby snack. <laughs> we just a little do. Scooby snack. I, I was very much uh, struck by that, that sense of distraction. And then I'm recalling Alphonsus's words about how distraction is kind of right up there with the seven deadly sins in, t- in terms of being able to throw us out of sync with the will of God, which is, after all, the whole point of uh, of, of who we are. The meaning yeah. of life is to be in sync with the Lord's will and how distraction can kind of easily knock us out of that, yeah. get us out of that flow and, and that rhythm, uh, and how needful it is for us to combat that, to struggle with that. First of all, to be aware uh-huh. that it is a struggle. If we're not aware, probably falling into it more than we care to admit, yeah. to in a sense, have a real strategy for combating in the yeah. morning, a sense of like, what, what's my day about, right? Practicing that presence of God so we can be present to others. And then doing a little evaluation of right. how did I do today? What things kind of trigger the distraction? You know, there's the, we've talked about another podcast, but, you know, um, blast, bored, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> feeling lazy, angry. Um, stressed or tired, right? right? Mm-hmm. So there's those different, those different emotional kinds of things can get us there. Uh, we've unpacked that before, but that that idea then that God is calling us to know His will, to act on that, and to and to and to basically share that blessing that He has yeah. for others. So let's not be distracted by distractions. <laughs> let's yeah. let's allow the Lord to be part of our lives. And especially in these days when we come out of quarantine or at least have a little more elbow room to, mm-hmm. to maneuver uh, from shelter in place, that we see the real giftedness of time. Mm-hmm. All those things that when we were in shelter in place, we said, I'm never going to underappreciate yeah. X, Y, or Z. You know, I, I've taken that for granted. 
let's not take time for granted. Amen. Time, that great gift that God has given us. Let's use it well for his glory and for hopefully our joy as we share with those we love. Amen. Amen. So uh, as we go forth, let us keep focused in on the, our friendship with the Lord Jesus. And, and when, if you want to help out with the video cast and all that such, you know what to do. Subscribe. Ask other people subscribe. Say nice things about us. Five-star ratings, all those great things. That's right. Build up the Quarantine Chronicle Nation. <laughs> so <laughs> may all that you do this week truly be focused in, not wasting time, but using that precious gift of time, radiating the joy of the gospel here in the heart of the city. Amen. Amen. 